just hit the button right now. So. Yeah, I figures. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... And I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And on this episode, I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I am all out of bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to go there right oh, off the bat. Oh, man. That... Um, Six years ago when Roddy Piper died, um, of course, I grew up a big wrestling oh. fan. I know you did, too. And, and, and Piper was one of my favorites. That was one of I my mean, favorites also. Yeah. Even when he, was a, when he was a heel, he was like so good at it that you know you had to respect the fact that, that oh, he was yeah. in him. Uh, of course, by the time he left and started, like, did they live? Yeah. He, had, he had turned face. You know. Well, we should that. actually talk about what we're we're going to. Uh, we're talking about the November fourth of they live, nineteen eighty eight release of John Carpenter's. Well, they what live. I was getting to is that that year for my fantasy football team, my my team was was named all out of bubble gum. Was the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and the, and my little like. I had the the photo of him standing with the shotgun, you know, yeah, and that nice. was my, yeah. So it's a, I miss Roddy quite a bit. Um, he had a podcast, um, the last few years of his life and, uh, he actually had John Carpenter and, um, um, Deborah Hill on there. Nice. And they talked about this, you yep. know, on there and everything. So it's, a, you know how he got this, this role, right? Go ahead. Well, yeah, he, and, he met John Carpenter at WrestleMania three. Mm. And which was his farewell match against yeah. uh, uh, adorable Adrian Adonis. And, and yeah. Carpenter was like, unlike any of the actors that I know, mm-hmm. this guy has life written all over right. his face. Right. And that's the reason he got the role. Yeah. You know, it's uh, we'll, we'll get into it. So, yeah, we're yeah. going to be talking about They Live. Um, we said 1988, correct? 1988, um, November 4th. November 4th. Okay. I remember when this movie was released, I did not see it in the theaters. I don't um, think anybody saw this thing in the theaters. It was not well received. How did it, I'll, have to, I'll have to look it up and see how it, it actually did in the theaters. Uh, but it was one of those, it was like, I want to see this. And of course the fact it was the Roddy Piper, you know, I was like, Oh, Hey, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's Roddy Piper, you know? And, and at the time, you know, uh, and of course knowing that it was a John Carpenter movie, you're like, Oh, that's the guy that did Halloween and you yeah. know, uh, the thing and several other movies, you know, um, I was what, interested. What's funny is that on the release, it actually it was actually supposed to be released on October twenty first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It got pushed back two weeks to avoid direct competition with Halloween four. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Which he had nothing to do. Right. With. Yeah. Right. But it was still. Let's yeah. See. He was like, I don't want to have to compete with my own property. It had a budget of four million dollars. And it grossed thirteen million. So it, it, it was it pulled four point eight in the first weekend, right? Which is, you know, it made its money back three times over. Yeah, but even that would not have been seen then nor now as a success. You know, I mean, it's which is crazy. You know, we we don't have to get into all that stuff. But um, the the funny thing, I remember the first time seeing this movie on on home home video. Yes, obviously, I remember my mom being like. So my mom had watched it, you know, and I was like, oh, I want to watch, I want to see that, I want to see that. And she's like, I don't know. And she was like, and she, I was like, why? You know, what's so good? Well, she's like, the very last scene of the movie is, you know, was like, because there's that nude scene, you yeah. know, and she was like, you know, it's just, you know, whatever. And I 
you know, I, I was what I don't know, fourteen or whatever, winter, yeah, you know, you know, type thing. And it was one of those things I was going to watch it regardless. You know, it was just kind of it was there because she had rented it. You know, and yeah. and rather than you know waiting until somebody was out of the house or or just sitting down and watching it without ever saying it, it was kind of one of those, I said something about it. You know, and she's like, I don't know about that, and I was just like, whatever. You know, yeah. um, and, and liking it, it's a bit slow. No, uh, this this movie's a grinder. Okay, it, it's a slow <laughs> burn a film. A grind, not a grinder. A grinder is something completely different. Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> this is not going to be repeated in the last episode, is it? Well, we might pick up a whole new demo for this audience. Oh for this. <laughs> no, 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 no! I mean, this movie's a slow burn. How about mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. And um, the thing is, is that he doesn't. Especially in the first half of the movie, he doesn't talk a whole lot. There's not a lot of not dialogue, a lot of dialogue in, in general. Yeah, the thing with with, with rewatching this, like, like I, I told you before we hit record, I had not seen this in probably 15 years. Yeah, um, I remember watching it then. Like I, I remember very distinctly the last time that I, that I yeah. watched They Live, and having whole new eyes on it then the previous times that I had, I had seen it and being like, Oh wow, th- there's a lot more going on here than I remembered. Yeah. You know, well, and then I'm, last night being like, Oh, there's a whole lot more going on here. Part than, of that yeah. is, is growing up and gaining some experience and, and watching it through a new perspective mm-hmm. every time because it gets more sinister. Every yeah. Time. You know, and it's, and we'll get into all of this because, um, uh, what do you have there as far as I'm um, because Dave Dave came prepared for this one because uh, he loves John Carpenter and <laughs> yeah I do uh, but I just pulled some notes what do you have about um, like the the because I know it's based on a book it's actually no it's not a book or it was a short story, it's a short story right. it is was it 8 a.m. no it, it's called 8 o'clock in the morning, in the morning by morning. Ray Nelson yes yes um, it is literally five and a half pages long Here's a copy of the story if you want it. <laughs> I literally just printed it off. Wow. And it's very different from the movie. I'll, I, will, I will read that. Um, I seriously sh- will read this later. The, the short story actually starts with, um, in, in the story, I think his name's George Nada. It's George, yeah. Which the last name is still Nada, Nada which right. he, kept, he kept. And they only the say movie. it like one time in the yeah. movie. Yeah, that's it, you know. And But it starts with him waking up on a stage and he's been part of a hypnotist act okay in a theater the problem is is that the hypnotist woke him all the way up oh okay and so now he's seen and he's an old man in the story okay. and he's he's now fully awake and starting to see what's going on uh-huh fair enough so in the movie they changed it a little bit and yeah. and carpenter carpenter being the lefty that he is right um very much. Oh, it's very much about Reagan. Reagan oh, it's, era, it's very much know, about yeah. the Reagan era, right. you know, Reaganomics and all well, of that and the excess of the 80s. There, and, there is a scene that, that like really stood out to me early on when they're they're at the homeless camp and yeah. there's watching, he's watching the television and there's a politician and he, and, or it's there, it's a commercial for, uh, this or you know it's like a, it's like a, a campaign commercial yeah and it's very reminiscent of the morning uh it's it's morning in america reagan oh yeah 84 like you know the that the, his his re-election campaign in 84 like you know. yeah and i was like oh yeah he's he's really he's really leaning into this <laughs> oh he was leaning into it hard and anytime right. anybody asked him about it he was like oh yeah absolutely i hated reagan and this was a 
you know, I rewrote the story to be, right, you know, a, right. a criticism of. Fair enough. You whatever. Know, you, know. you know. Okay. Cool. It's funny watching it because there's so many parallels to now. Oh, I know. <laughs> like the I more, know. I, the longer I was watching, I was like, oh wow, this has aged really well. <laughs> oh, it's aged. This is like fine wine aged really well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was how I ended up coming across it again because I was looking. You know, we were trying to come up with a new right. episode. And I got home from work one night and I picked up my Roku remote and I said, movies released this week in the 80s. Right. And this was the first one that came oh, up. Cool. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, great idea. Sat down, watched it. And I was like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. You know, that was like, because you told me that it was on Peacock, you know, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, I'll go check it out. And, you know, last night I was like, all right, let's watch this. And I was just sitting there and it was just like. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember that. Oh wow, I don't remember this being so relevant now. Wow, I don't remember this yeah. being so real. Wow, that really hit things on the nose. <laughs> this, this is this is why this movie has ended up on. I I don't know how many different of those movie gym right right list right, right. that you now I'm you sure have to go back and watch the funny it, it, it thing kind of rates it, up there with the John Hurt version of 1984 yeah. and some the of those. Funny others. thing about it is you know talk especially talking about like. Um, you know, with, with Carpenter hating Reagan so much, and, yeah. you know, and this being a very pointed, like at, at you know the Reaganomics of the 1980s and stuff, I wonder how he feels about it now that like it's so pointed to what the left is doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just the left. And of course, we it's, don't. It's, it's, it's pretty everybody. Much, it's pretty really much is. the it's government in, in general. the media, and, and really, it. it I Excuse get them going, me while I sit here in the middle and point my fingers at both of them oh, and go, well, "You both suck." Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> Dave, we both know you're not a centrist. <laughs> I am the centrist on this. Thing. You're more centrist than I am. <laughs> I was trying. To, uh, Corey and I were had uh, dinner the other night, okay. and we were talking. And he he was sitting there, and he said something about being like, you know, right of center. And I'm like, or he said, uh, or, or being um, center right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 that's, no, 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 no. I was like, Corey, you might be right of center, but you're not center right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Corey, I love you, but yeah, I was yeah, like, I am more right of center, or, or you know, center right. Well, you're you're almost, you know, you're, I'm like, I'm almost pretty, center. I'm, I'm almost center, but I, I do have my leanings, and it, and it, and it, it's it depends on it depends on what topic we're yeah, talking about. Same you know, here. I, I kind of yeah. tilt, you know, back and forth, but. Yeah, but just hearing him say that he was that he was center center left, I'm like no, or center right. I'm like no, 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 no. You're, no, you're no. right of center. You're right of center. That's you're, <laughs> you're, you're kind of you're you're not quite to uh, 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 Tucker Carlson, but <laughs> but you're definitely not in the center. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but it's <laughs> but um, yeah, this thing. To have, you know, of course, it's an alien race that's controlling everybody. Yes. But to have a a level of people that are compliant, yeah. in control mm-hmm. and using the folks that they consider below them, right? You know, as their their oh yeah. yeah yeah you know and it's and I remember watching this the first time. There's that scene. Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, the the one dude that's in the homeless camp with him that's always watching TV. He's got the growl like, rah, rah, rah. Um, oh, you know, uh, I'm talking that's, about. Um, is uh, that Gilbert? No, it's not Gilbert Godfrey. It's um, hold on, I've got it. Right no, here. not Gilbert Godfrey. The, 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 the char- no, the the character's name was Gilbert. No, it's just Drifter. 
Is it just George, Drifter? George Flower is the guy's name. George Buck Flower. Buck Flower, yeah. yeah. And uh, which he was he, he was in Back to the Future and Starman. And he's in, and he was in uh, looks like he's in a bunch of of Carpenter yeah. stuff. I think wasn't he also? Maybe I, I've got my actors. Wasn't he Rizzo on Mash also, or am I wrong about that? Oh, uh, maybe it's just the no, voice makes me think. I think, I think you're it wrong might be on a that. different. It might be. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're wrong on that one. That his he's just billed as Drifter in on this thing. Uh, the thing with it is that there's a scene early on when they're like, whenever Nada is investigating the church he, like, yeah. he knows there's something something's going on over there you know and uh this guy is talking to a couple of the other ones and he says something about you know i'm hearing stuff on the street about yeah san francisco or uh, uh san antonio about the fight you know the riots and yeah and they they've killed a bunch of people you know type stuff and then of course you know um when nada first comes in he's at the um um at the job place, and he was the talking construction about the, site. Well, no, when he's at the uh, the unemployment office, basically. oh right, yeah, and he's he's saying, yeah, I came from Denver, you know, things got bad, you know, we lost fourteen banks in a week or something, you know, it's yeah. one of those things where you kind of have this. There's something there's, going. There's on. an economic collapse going right. on. You, there, you, you're hearing rumors of riots right. in San Antonio, and of course, this is all pre-internet. Yeah, so I mean, know, one of the first uh, scenes in the movie is him literally getting off a train that he's obviously, mm-hmm. you know, snuck right across right. country on. He's right. got his backpack with his sleeping bag and very much an obvious drifter. Right, right. Um, something else did you notice that like he's wearing a wedding ring? Yes. All the way through this. He never really talks about a family. Now, we hear about the family that... Um, uh, that Frank that Armitage Keith, has. Yeah, that, that uh, Keith, Keith David, David has. Yeah, has. You know, that he's... Because um, he went in Texas. Is that where... Or where no, it's no, it Detroit. Detroit. It's Detroit. It's Detroit, right. yeah. Talking about, you know, yeah, I'm trying to get back. I got a job now. And they're all in L.A. I mean, that yeah. this is, you know, and it's very obviously 80s L.A., you know. Um, and... It's 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 just a, it's a it's an interesting because it's one of those things where it kind of drops you in this world, and then doesn't tell you anything about it at the very front end. You have to learn about it slowly over time. You, you have to learn you know? about it with Nada, right? Exactly, yeah. and and it, it seems like there's a whole lot more going on underneath the surface than what we're told. Even at the end of the movie, we're like, no, there's all. I mean, even beyond just the 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 aliens of yeah. it all it's like no there's this world there's it's very similar to ours but very different also yes you know and uh did did you notice like where the the they live came from yeah it was a part of that graffiti in and the, the graffiti it said they live while we sleep or, or yeah. yeah and it's a uh which is one of those things we can which is in the opening scene i mean that's how the title comes in it, it comes in it says they live and in that live blends into that graffiti wall that okay. they didn't pad and pass that's, yeah, to that's show right, Nada right, getting yeah, off that right. train. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> do, we, do we want to talk about the fight or do we want to save that? <laughs> let's save that. <laughs> Let, let's talk about who was actually in this yes, thing. So yes. we had Roddy Piper as Nada. Yes. We had Keith David. Keith David, who is wonderful in everything Frank, he ever uh, shows up You realize in. that this is the same man who voiced Goliath for Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keith David's done so oh, much stuff so over the years. I mean, he much stuff. again one of those dudes that if he shows up in a movie, you're like, oh, this movie might suck, 
but he's going to be good yeah. in this. Like, you know, it's a, he he had a small part in Quick and the Dead. Yes, but that character was amazing. Yes, you yes. Know, that type of thing. We got Meg Foster. Meg Foster, who I can't. I, she's one of those. It's like I recognize her. I can't place her though. And she I didn't, was. In I didn't bother to. Okay. I didn't bother to go back and look her up. The other movie that I remember with her was uh, she was in Leviathan. She played. Oh, she right. played Evil Lynn in the Masters of the Universe. Movie. Right. I'd forgotten about um, that. And then Rob Zombie's used her in Lords of Satan and thirty or Lords of Salem and thirty one. But she was in. Hold on, because it was one of those things where she had like that several year period of time where she wound up in several things, you know, where it was like, oh, yeah. And the thing is, is that she's got those striking eyes yeah. of just like, you, you can't miss her. It, it's you almost know? unnatural. Yeah, it, it really is. And it's one of those things, she has a tendency to kind of play bad guy, to, to, to play yeah. the villain, you know. Absolutely. Um, what else was she? She was in The Hitchhiker. Mm, you know, what? Uh, The Stepfather 2. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten about that movie. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's one of those things that, like, she's she's again she's she's one of those actors that shows up. Yeah, and then you're like, oh yeah, I remember her. Yeah, of course, you know, Keith David also was in the thing. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, that's probably his really big. You know, I mean, he he's been in so much stuff, but you know, again, the whole John Carpenter. Of yeah, it all, don't you know? don't put your fun away because right. we also have Raymond Saint Jacques or or however you say that. As the street preacher, yeah, he's been in a bunch of. He's stuff, He's been in a bunch of stuff, and he did a really good job with that. And he's only in it for like the first. Yeah, he's only fourth in, of the movie, right? And it, it it really is. He's in what three scenes or something like that. He's, he's there. He's in the park when Nada gets off the train, and he comes by, and it, that he's playing the street, the blind street preacher, right? And as Nada comes walking up, the cops show up to drag him off. They get him back, and then he shows up that night at the shanty town. And if you're watching him, he's actually mouthing what mouthing what's going right, on on the TV, right. which is what catches Nada's attention. Right, and that's and he starts, and then uh, the what's his name, the uh, the guy that's kind of taking care of everybody. I guess, I'm guessing that was uh, Gilbert. The no, he's uh, the yeah Gilbert. Yeah, he's the yeah, head of Peter Peter Jackson. Uh, Peter Jason. Or, sorry. He's the uh, head of the resistance, basically, you know, and, yeah. and he's kind of like trying to wrangle him, like, "Hey, come on, come on over, go back to the church," you yeah. Know? Um, and then he shows up again whenever Nada goes into the church, yeah, um, because he he finds he's him. the one who who finds Nada right. in the back of the church, and then when they, the raid happens, yeah, the last time you see him, he's swinging his cane at blind, wildly at at these riot. Riot police, police who and, showed up to basically bulldoze right, the right. encampment the, the and way burn that the they church did down. That, like, and every time that those police officers show up, that the, that whole yeah, again, it's something that we have seen many times over the years in different circumstances. You yeah. know, sometimes in the U.S., more so outside of the U.S. You know, yeah, here, of course, here recently, in the last couple of years, we've seen more it. Frequently we've seen in it the US. inside the U.S. But it's still kind of jarring the way that well, they just you, all of a sudden show up out of nowhere, and it's just and like, they're lined oh, up, and they got the right, right gear on, right. And they've got the clear shields out in front right, of them, right, and and they're they're basically going to Roman legion right over the top mm-hmm, of anybody mm-hmm. that's there, and then bringing the you know the bulldozers, you yeah. know, and just going right after everything, and it, it's it really is it, it it's a very striking 
image of yeah. oh, wow this, this is you know this is not good you know? <laughs> Any, anytime you see a show of force like that right. any, out of anybody right exactly, when, when exactly. It, you know having people just show up in the streets and you know just being a mass of people is one thing right having an organized show of force right is, that's is, something completely different that's yeah. another level yeah and uh and again it's kind of it's kind of one of those weird i understand that they're trying to find where the signal's coming from and who's yeah. who is leading this the resistance you know that kind of stuff but the fact that they just go straight into the homeless camp is kind of yeah. odd because it's like they they focus in on this church because they know something's going on there but then they're just like okay well this is right across the street. We'll, while we're here, we'll just go ahead and yeah, clean it and out, clean this out at the same time. And it's just kind of like, okay, that's weird, <laughs> you know. And then they show up again later, like when they actually find the resistance, you know. Yeah. And um, and again, that's a that's a whole thing. Uh, and um, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, yeah. Later, when we get into the uh, when they're in the secret base. And you've got all these security guards that are like dressed in like the the blue or the white uh, camo, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Did you watch them? Apparently, no one stood, went to any of them and said, "Okay, this is how you do. This is how you carry your weapon. This is how you." I mean, it's just like <laughs> three million dollar budget, man. We're I not, know, we're, but it was still kind of. They're supposed to be background. Characters. I know, but it was still one of those things. Like oh, every single one of them, like when they're when they're chasing, uh, you know, Nada and and um, Keith David's character. It's one of those things where they're like, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, man, none of them know how to carry a gun. None of them know how to like. No one know. They don't know how to clear a building. They no. don't know how to. I mean, because it's like they're just all like running right out in the middle of hallways and well, stuff. And it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, and now that I think about it, that might be the point because all of those guards were aliens. Yeah, I know, but you would still think that if 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 you if you are um, um, uh, taking over, inter, you know, inter, uh, if you're an intergalactic force that that's like even even if you're doing it in, in secret, well, you would still think that you would have some knowledge of how to do this. Well, stuff, they so. they talk about that a little bit because they're like, as long as they're not seen, you know, they've got nothing right. to worry about, and they're not really. They're not really a dominating, you know, species. Right. They're business people. It's right. all a big business deal. Right. And that's the, you they're, know, they're cultivating this planet and these humans for food stock and, and they're selling it to other species. Right. And it's all, and they're overtaking it over by greed. Yeah. Is what they're doing. I mean, that's the, um, which makes perfect sense because well, you know that there's, so if, there's always going to be somebody to, if to sell out the human race for greed. You know? Well, it, 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 it's usually going to be one of us that sells oh, yeah, each other out absolutely. for, um, but you know, they talk about it like it's more of a business deal right. than it is an actual and invasion. That's the whole thing with the drifter. Like later yeah. when you find out that he's been recruited and he sees them, he's like, Oh, they, they recruited you. I wouldn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. like being completely like arrogant of like, Oh yeah, let me show you all this stuff. Let me, you know, but it, and, it's more of a recruitment thing right. than it is a dominating because they've basically lulled the entire population mm-hmm. into a trance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, and, 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 you know, the, the whole, the obey, and yeah. you know all that this stuff it have have become pop culture. They oh. become icon iconic in a lot you of see, ways. Ki- you, know? you see kids, you, you see these stinking Zoomers walking around with T-shirts that say "Obey" yeah, on them. And you're you, like, what? but you also see them show up every once in a while in memes and yeah. this and that. You know, and of course, there's always somebody that shows up to a protest with you know 
stuff straight out of this, you know, yeah. no matter what side they're on, you know. And I mean, yeah, it, it's really become, and it's kind of cool. Did you see the, um, you know, reaction does the little three and three quarter, like they're, they're kind of like the old, like, um, they look like the Star Wars figures, you know, like the five point of articulation, you know, to like the Kenner stuff. Yeah, they look a lot like yeah, the Kenner okay. stuff. Uh, they've been, they've done those for years now, but they did a couple of They Live. And it's, oh no, I didn't yeah, see those. And it's and it's the the aliens, you know the you know. Did they and, do a nada? No, it's just the aliens. Oh. Is what they, they didn't they didn't do. Or they may have, and I just missed it. The only ones I've ever I've seen are the aliens, you know. And they see, usually it, it would be cool to have like an alien and, and a nada. nada. Yeah, I know. yeah. I think they probably didn't because of the licensing with with Piper, you know, and all that stuff, you know. Especially now that he's gone, and you know, I, I know his wife, and and you know, and, and and family, you know, he's got a son and a daughter also, you yeah. know that that. I'm sure they could probably get it, but I who knows? You well, know, it's going to cost them. Yeah, and, and, but, but the thing is, not, they didn't do they didn't do any of the other ones that I'm aware of. It, it's I not mean, like no. they're not going to sell. Well, exactly, and and but the, the the thing is, is that the the aliens that they did, yeah. even for being you know the the low articulation and stuff, they did a really good job on the like the paint jobs on their faces. Nice. Stuff, so yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that they come. One of them comes with a newspaper that says it has like obey written on the front of it, you know or whatever. <laughs> so it's. A, um, so, nice. Yeah. What do you got? But, uh, I was just looking to see who else. Want to talk about the music a little bit? Well, no. Hold on. I'm. I was looking to see because I kind of I kind of put down some notes. Mm-hmm. Um. I know that the middle part of it when he gets the glasses, like when he puts them on and he's starting to realize what's going on. Well, Carpenter had also pulled from a lot of sources. It mm. wasn't just the, the short story. Right. He pulled from like a comic book. He was, he was taking input from cast and crew. Right. Um, he actually decided to use the pseudonym Frank Armitage uh, as a nod towards um, a Lovecraft story because Carpenter's a big Lovecraft, Lovecraft fan. And you can see that with the thing. Yeah, and, and the <laughs> nod was to Henry Armitage uh, in Lovecraft's The Dunwich Horror. Okay. You know, so some of that, you know, I'm 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 trying to see what else I had. I, it was kind of busy the last couple of days at work. I, guess, so. I, I but, get it. Yeah, the whole, the whole Lovecraftian, you know, underworld, part of the movie is is where he pulled that from okay so makes sense yeah i mean we can get into some of the music actually before we do that let's talk about the fight (laughs) 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 this fight scene is iconic for a lot of reasons well it's funny it's funny it's brutal it's brutal and it goes on forever yeah and in a lot of ways it's Unlike, it's a wrestling match. Well, yeah, but unlike most movie fights that you see, this one's got a lot more real life in it. Yeah. Of the, they're winded. They, you know, like they get hurt and they stay down. They yeah. don't like just you know get back up and you know tie. It's one of those things. You, where you know just, that was Roddy's. Influence. Oh yeah, yeah. And there is Bring a lot that, of wrestling and yeah. You know, they, you know, one of them does a you know a. a Billy the Black suplex, you know, and it's, yeah. and you, you see several different things like that, you know. Um, but it, it's, you know, most notably it was um, in South Park um, when they had the, 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 quote, cripple fight episode with oh, Jimmy and Timmy. I had completely forgot and about and that. And it is a 
shot for shot recreation yeah. of that fight. And it was one I remember like watching that because that was back when I was still watching South Park. I was sitting here watching it with my roommates. And when it got started, I'm like, oh, I recognize this. This yeah. is <laughs> Yeah. And it was, it was like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. There were a just, lot of people that were I talking know, about that afterwards. Uh, yeah. But it is it, it's but it, it's it's one of those things that people all every time this movie comes up Somebody will talk about the fight yeah. scene in this. Well, like, I mean, the fight scene's iconic. It is, it, like you, you know? said, and you know, of course, that and smashing up those cars and that and the when he walks into the bank with the shotgun, yeah, and he says, "I have come here to, to chew bubble gum and kick ass," and, and I'm, I'm all, all out, out of bubble gum. gum. Yeah, and that was an improv. Like, yeah, that, that was, was Roddy's. Not, Roddy came up with that completely. Yeah. Uh, when again, because like I said, I was huge. Piper fan, so I listened to his podcast and all that kind of stuff. And he had a the last few years, like I said, when he was doing his podcast and everything, he had a sponsorship with Jones Cola that was it was and it was called All Out of Bubblegum. Yeah, uh, you know that was and it was a bubblegum flavored soda. You know, I, I've kind of actually stuff. had that yeah. before I found out I had diabetes. Yeah, and, and it so was it's actually not bad. Yeah, and so it's one of those things that that you know he he had fully embraced. Although he should, it's an iconic movie. You yeah, know, it's it's one of those things of, you know, most people don't know that they're making a cult movie when they make it, but then all of a sudden they realize years later it's like, oh, we made a, a cult classic. You yeah, know, type, and and that's one of the things that this movie caught on fairly. Like, again, I did not see it in the theater as most people didn't. I saw it on home video, VHS. But then it hit HBO and all that stuff, and not only that, it also hit USA. And well, it hit that TBS was a, that was hit. actually the first place I saw it yeah. was on USA up all right. night, and I was like, "What is this?" I know. And, so and, I, and a buddy was like, "Oh, dude, you can rent that at the right. at, at, at you know the IGA right. because I think we were still living in Illinois, yeah, in Illinois at that point." Right. And that was one of the things. This is one of those movies that once it hit cable, yeah all of a sudden people were talking about it again several years later, you know, and it, it just kind of kept building that momentum and building it and building it and yeah. building it. And I was sitting there watching this last night. And one of the f- things that went through my head about midway through, I was like, please God, don't let them try to remake this. <laughs> there, there was, uh, I don't think I put that in my notes, but there was talk in 2010 of a remake and it never no, went anywhere. Good. Good. Some and, things and do not. Some things do not need to be remade. No, I'm absolutely sorry. That not. Is, some things do not need sequels. I know. Haven't they done some like comic books or something that that kind of? Uh, I think little, so. I, you know. But, you know. Um, I think I don't know. Obviously, I didn't do my homework on that. But I, I seem to remember that back in the the two thousands somewhere. I think it was. Um, it seems like everybody IDW gets a, was doing a bunch of like gets a comic yeah, book at and some they, point. They were kind of because like you know those they did several they did serve like there was a there was a Halloween comic yeah. book that kind of like told some other story you know and and there was a the thing and there was well, several was, like I think the stuff, Halloween so. thing was actually go, trying to do the anthology type a l- thing, yeah, yeah a little bit. well I know some of it had actually did tie back into the whole Michael Myers story you know yeah. and it, it, it's just it's one of those things where. There, there was again when you're looking at the the two thousands, you're looking at all that. Oh, let's let's put all this nostalgia. We got to go back yeah. into this, and so it's like, oh, we've got this property. We can do this. Oh, we can do this. We can do this. It's like we don't need all this. You know, it's like there's a reason we don't need. No, all this if stuff, if you're know? gonna do it, find somebody who loves that property. Yes, and let them do it correctly. Yes, yes. I, I know. I keep hitting on the Dave Filoni and John Favreau mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars stuff that's going mm-hmm. on at Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. 
honestly, those are the two that should have done the last three movies. I mean, they the the Mandalorian is the best Star Wars I've seen yet in a long well. Well, in a long time, yeah. Of the Rogue new stuff, one, Rogue One was really Rogue good. One was really good. I actually enjoyed Solo. Solo was not bad. Like, I, no, I enjoyed Solo. Okay, it was not a great movie, but I liked it for what it was. It, you it's, know, the, it's the a only, popcorn Star Wars yeah, the, movie. The only, is what it is. The biggest problem I had with Solo is that they felt the need to try to explain stuff that didn't need explanation, like the dice and the. Uh, his last name and, yeah. and different. It's like, no, we don't, we don't need any of that. We don't need any of it. We don't it need any of the retcon. Yeah. None you know. of that. Just let it, let it go. Just, but I think some of that was already in the works before Ron be. Howard got a hold of it. Well, because yeah. I forget, I, I forget who had it. It was the, um, I forget who had it before Ron Howard. I think Ron Howard did a, did a oh, what were pretty those guys, good job with saving. What him. were those guys names? Um, Cause I think, J.J. Abrams looked at him and said, okay, enough of this garbage. No, what was the guys? That, it was, um, it, it's a duo, and like, and they were wanting to do a little more, a lot more comedy with it. Yeah. And then, you know, Disney stepped in and said, hey, this is Star Wars. We don't do comedy. And That's a load of crap. <laughs> I know. Because everybody knows Han Solo was the comedy relief yeah, in, and, yeah. in the original trilogy. Right. Well, just the him chasing the the stormtroopers in the death star yeah. and then coming around the corner and like then a whole battalion standing there is like it's back the other way back the other way <laughs> well that didn't take long we got company mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i mean it's uh i i don't know we're, obviously we've already we've ran yeah rambled we've, already we've, we've we've gotten to star wars already which says something but uh, but oh we were talking about the music yeah john carpenter did the music on this uh, which well, he wasn't the only one. There was he yeah, had somebody working with him. It was sorry, my mic. That's okay. You know, I just had it here, and now I can't get to it in my computer because because the thing that's the music that played in the first of this episode. Well, it's, is, it's, it's the it's the it's the music live, that plays right? all the way through the, the yeah, movie. And, it, and it's it's funny because like you listen to like you go and you and you listen to the other stuff that John Carpenter has worked on, like the Halloween score or, yeah. the, or the thing or the fog. Like he did all like all of his stuff, you know, all, right. all of, for for that. And you listen to this one, and this is a little different. Oh, it's very different. You know, this is very bluesy. You know, it's uh it's like this is not what I was expecting. Synths and you know, yeah, they're very moody and. No, this is almost like this a, a three-piece. This, this is very blue-collar, it's, it, working it's man. drums, bass, yeah. and a little something else. I think it's a harmonica in there. Yeah. And, and um, guitar. There's not much there, but no, what, it's, it, it's but pretty what sparse, it does... But, it, but again, it's a far cry from all the synth stuff that he had done in the yeah. past. Um, and uh, it, it, again, it works. It's The best music works for what you're you're doing right you know that that's and the it whole doesn't have to be fancy necessarily no, no not the slight i mean that's you know you all i'm gonna say is jaws yeah psycho yeah i know yeah I know. halloween yeah halloween's of those three halloween's a little more complicated yeah. than the others you it know? is it's a um but it's still do we really want to talk about parallels sure go ahead all right the let's get into some conspiracy theories here, okay? <laughs> or as Adam Curry says, and I'm we are your say, conspiracy therapist. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to put those two words up front. Okay, on this. Cons- conspiracy, conspiracy theory theories. alert, yeah, folks, because 
I, we do not endorse any of this stuff. It's just the things that you got to go back to the lizard people. The oh, you, know, he, you went right back to Bigfoot and all of that. Well, stuff. but but I'm just talking about. But you know, there there has been this. You're talking about the Illuminati and the that lizard, lizard people, people that, yeah. that actually are at the top. You know, which falls right into this. Okay, yeah. you know, the lizard people are supposedly alien. So it's yeah. a okay. Well, here we are. We've got they're not lizard people, but they are aliens and people. You know, they they're shapeshifters and they are the, these aren't necessarily shapeshifters like they talk about the lizard people being shapeshifters, right. but they definitely are masking what they really look yes, like. Yes, exactly. Um, that's also something in watching the movie. the The fact that all of a sudden, I think it's the only like the biggest inconsistency that I saw in this was that he puts the glasses on yeah and all of a sudden he not only is seeing stuff you know like that's written like but like he see there's like these like drones that are flying that you yeah. couldn't see otherwise and he's also starting to hear stuff that wasn't there before and i'm like i don't think it quite works that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> but again that's a small qu- uh, you know quibble to have on all this so. unless those sunglasses actually are allowing him to see through the hologram. I don't know. And if it's breaking the hologram, I don't know. And then the whole thing of like, you know, I'm I'm stretching. I know. You know, and they talk about with the, the longer he wears them, the more that like it's killing his head, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I get that. And I I can understand that headache. I I understand. But that was also the first set of, you know, when they're watching the, the transmission, yeah, it's well, no, I mean that's the first set of right of As identifying saying, glasses. Once when they get to the because when they get to the actual organization meeting, yeah, they've upgraded and improved. With well, they've got contact contacts, lenses. and I'm like, man, imagine not being able to take those contact lenses out and the headache that you would have after a while. Unless you know? they figured out what Unless was causing they could the headaches, have, they could and have, they they fixed that. Part I know of we're, it. we're 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 writing. Parts of their script for them that's not there. But we're, retcon- we're retconning yeah, a bit. So. Um, I know we started talking about conspiracy. Theory. Oh, and, but it was and a, the fact that they're doing all of this with the mainstream media on Cable 54. Yes, yes the mainstream media. We could get into all that. <laughs> as well as the, there are some people who believe that, um, you know, like with the Illuminati or whatever, yeah. you know, like the, the Bilderbergs or whatever you want to go into, you know, whatever, the Trilateral Commission, whichever, whichever, you know, clandestine. Wow, you went full Alex Jones right there. I'm <laughs> whichever, impressed. Whichever clandestine organization you want to go with here, um, you know, is basically trying to, you know, get all the power and then basically turn everyone else into cattle, which they say in it's this at whole, one point. It's that you know, whole um, transhumanist yeah, movement. Yeah, you know, you got the, um, what is it, the, um, the Bohemian Grove and the, you know, I mean, it's you, there's so much of that stuff that you can go into, which I love the absurdity of all that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and also the fact that I kind of have to keep up with a lot of it because I have a family member who's starting to believe some of that <laughs> crap. So I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So it's just like, <laughs> well, just, just add it it's on. Like to I your... gotta, I gotta know what they're talking about so I can tell them how stupid they are. <laughs> well, just add it on to your Bigfoot stuff and your UFO yeah, you know, stuff. I know, and, I know, you know, I know. And it's like, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the, you know, and you just leave me and my paranormal, you know, geez, ghost hunting know, stuff alone. I know. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Did you notice when they are in the uh, the hidden base yeah. that the um, one of the security guards 
has got a piece of, of tech and he's trying to, you know, and Oh, it's, it's straight out of Ghostbusters. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the, the EV protector yeah, detector. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, I was like, Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I they know. borrowed tech from yeah. Ghostbusters. I, guess I was thinking, I was like, man, that's, that was like four years later, but Ghostbusters two was just a year away. So I guess maybe it was know, in between the yeah, two. Yeah. So Carpenter called up Aykroyd. It's like, knows? Hey, can I, I don't know. You got some stuff I can you, borrow. You see that kind of stuff happen quite like the, uh, Oh yeah. The, um, the armor, that they use in um, um, Starship Troopers yeah. has been in a ton oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah. It was in uh, Firefly and Serenity yeah. and all that. But it's been in a whole bunch of, like, they, they have reused that armor. They just basically, like, painted a different color. Yeah, they just, they that, painted you know? different different yeah, designs and, and all um, that. Which, Starship Troopers is another great that, satire. That's of, another great yeah. satire <laughs> that, that went a totally different direction oh, from know, the actual I book. I know. Yeah. That's if they'd go, followed well, the, the book whole, more, it would have been way more dystopian. Whole, you know, Paul Verhoeven with that and RoboCop <laughs> and, you know, uh, uh, Total Recall and like it's like they're all satires. Yeah, I mean like they're just they're these hyper violent satires of you know just like all and, right. And I'm not even gonna lie, if I'm flipping through because I still have cable. Yeah. If I'm if I'm I flipping love, through I and Starship I see Starship, that, I, I'm oh, like okay, we're stopping that, here. Starship Troopers is one of those movies. It's like no. that one Tombstone. Yeah. Um, there's there's like another one I oh, know. Yeah. Um, I, there there are there are several of those yeah. movies and you just kind of flip through the channel. You're like, oh oh no, I know what I'm doing the next two hours. Yeah. This is yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't. I mean, it's like I said, watching, especially in our current state of of the union of yeah. of our political you know discourse and and polarization and whatever buzzword you want to put in here quagmire quagmire there you go. whatever buzzword you want to throw in here giggity this <laughs> this this movie for being 30 plus years old like really like i was watching going wow yeah wow this wow this plays really well in that, 2021 <laughs> that was another reason why i wanted to do this one because not only was it released this month in 88 mm-hmm. it has really aged well yes, into where yes. we're at now and, and which is something which is so funny because a lot of a lot of that stuff especially from that era you know people did not age well. it didn't age well you know for whatever reason yeah you know i mean it. uh uh, yeah, and that was something that Nada says at one point, like when he's when they're him and um, I can never remember the dude's name. It's Keith David's character, Frank Armitage. Frank, Frank, yeah, him and Frank are, are talking like that, you know, that first night or whatever. Yeah. and and he was and he says to Frank, you know, no, I believe in the American way. You know, yeah. in the you know that hey, if I if I just put my head down and work hard, then. It'll be all right. Yeah, that's you know? Frank saying that. You know, that Frank's. No, that was Nada that said that. Was it Nada? It was Nada, yeah, because Frank is, because, yeah, he, with everything right. that happened right. in Detroit. Because right. he was talking about how, like, the steel mills had left Detroit and everybody was, everything was bankrupt. And, yeah. And, you know, and he, he you know, had come there. He had left, he left a wife and, and kids behind to, to try to yeah. do something. No, you're right. And Nada's like, now I believe in the American dream. I believe that I, if I just work hard, then things will be all right. I have optimism. I have, you yeah. know. And it's one of those things where we see that get completely <laughs> destroyed. Uh, do we want to talk about how, of course, it was a woman that like brought the whole thing down? <laughs> uh, as I don't want to be sleeping on the couch tonight, I'll let you handle that one. That's one of the great things about being singles. I get to say all this stuff now. Uh, but yeah, it was whenever they, they introduced Holly. Or Mo- was yep. it Molly or Holly? Holly. It, is it Holly or Molly? Uh, it is Holly. 
It is Holly. Okay. Holly Thompson. Thompson, yeah. And who it, works at Cable 54. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. You see the light bulb. Oh, here's the other thing. You know, we are known, we are called the Project Gen X Cotton you know, podcast because we're a couple of Gen Xers and that kind of stuff. Right. Let's talk about the Gen X of all this. Talk about nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust anybody. <laughs> you know, there's there's a conspiracy. You know, they're 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 trying to hold you down. Everybody dies at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And what's the last thing Nada does as he's blinking out? He's giving the finger to the <laughs> to the helicopter yeah. that's blowing it out. <laughs> <laughs> but that that last scene, the scene that it ends on, what's what's going on? What's what's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong, babe? Yeah, I know. That was a, and it's and it's such an odd like, it's such an odd scene to end on. It's very abrupt. Uh, oh, of like, no, it's jarring. Oh, I know. Where it's, it's like, blah 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 naked woman. Uh, what? Oh, wow, that that that's and, the end. Okay, it's like. <laughs> I think he did that on yeah, purpose because it was supposed to be, you were supposed to feel as jarred as right. what all these people waking it, up. Some of that were, kind of felt like it was, seeing it as many as many times as I have over the years, it's always kind of felt like that was kind of tacked on, like, right? Like, it like almost seems cheap, like a tack on. Like, like a cheap joke at yeah, the end. Yeah, like, hey, what are we doing here? You know, and of course, John Carpenter has never shied away from putting nudity in his, no. his movies, you know? But I, I literally think that last scene was really to make you feel extremely uncomfortable yeah and it is and like i said it's a very jarring like it is it's a very uncomfortable scene yeah you know uh it, and, but it's not out of place especially with everything that happened over the last couple minutes of yeah uh, of it all uh the one thing that i do like i said I, i'd never want to see a remake or or a sequel to this even no i do kind of wonder what happens after that though like them because let, let's be honest the Especially in 1988. Now I understand we're also talking about aliens, so maybe their tech yeah. is more advanced or whatever. But that cable 54 is probably just an LA thing, yeah. And so, therefore, the entire world is not getting unless they are. Uh, oh, yeah, and that's why I said maybe the the you know maybe the whole US got it, you know, or something because it is cable, and so therefore it'd probably be in yeah. every home. But again, it's one of those things where it's a did everybody wake up? Or did just the people in L.A. wake up, or or what? Or you know, the people in the U.S. Right. I, I, you know? I like I like to think of um, I forget what year in eight in the eighties it came out, but you remember the television series V? Oh yeah, that was in 83, 82 or eighty three. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, yeah. I, I like to think that this movie is probably what started and then. V is what came after. Well, but V was before this, though. <laughs> I know. V and then V, the final battle. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just you yeah, know, uh, putting it out maybe, there. Maybe. Or maybe Alien Nation. Oh, you there you go. One? Yeah. You know, that's, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, how, where, where do you rank this in the, the John Carpenter pantheon? Ooh. So, so, okay, so we're talking about Halloween. We're talking about The Thing. We're talking about The Fog. We're talking about Escape um, from New York. Escape from New York. We're talking about Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, we're talking. Um, this has got to be a top top five. We're talking, if not on. a top three. Uh, Prince of Darkness in the Mouth of Madness. Starman. Assault yeah. on Precinct Thirteen. Christine. Um, 
this this has got to be at yeah. least a top five, maybe a top three. I mean, obviously, he's done some other stuff here, but this is. I'm not going into all of it because some of it. Let's be honest; like his vampires was not good. No, that was not good <laughs> at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind I'm of not one of saying those... he, I'm not saying he's he everything he's ever touched has turned to gold. No, he no, he no, has no, had no. some missteps in his absolutely um, history, you know. Uh, but you know, he did what was it the, that remake of Village of the Damned? Yeah, you know, which is not that good. Uh, I never really cared much for that first one a whole lot. You know, I mean, I yeah, the creepy kids of it all is yeah. something, but um, but I I gotta say that it's probably number two on my list behind the Halloween. Okay, I mean, and, and it, but then when you get past like two, when you when you get down to three, four, five, whatever, like they're all a jumble. You know, Escape from yeah. New York and you know the thing, and and it, it, and I'll be honest, I have never been as big of Halloween. A, they live. Um, Escape from New York, are yeah. probably top three. You know, Big Trouble in Little China. That's got to be that's like got to be in there four or you know? five, right? You know, so uh, I really, really enjoyed Christine, right? So that's probably in my top five also. But I think I enjoyed that more because it was a Stephen King property than I did because it was a John Carpenter property. Uh, and the two of them working together works. You know, I'm fine yeah, with that, but. The way the thing was shot and the way the story right. was told, it's it's a little different from the book. Right, and it has to be by right. necessity. Well, yeah, absolutely, but um, I'm sorry that's that's still one of my favorites from when I was a kid growing Christine. up. Yeah, yeah, and and of the different because I was a huge Stephen King Chris, fan. At the, also, yeah, I Christine is probably somewhere in the middle as far as for me as far sure. as, as Stephen King movies. You know, there there are others like Maximum Overdrive and Pet Cemetery, and, yeah. Uh, you know, a few things like that 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 are, and a lot of people don't even think those are either one of those are the best Stephen King stuff. You know, no. Um, uh, but it, it's it is one of those, obviously Misery. You know, um, yeah. Um, the the but some it, it, chapter one, <laughs> but qualify that. But those. <laughs> Those mid '80s Stephen mm-hmm. King movies have right. a certain aesthetic Absolutely. to them. Oh, uh, uh, Children of the Corn. Forgot yeah. that one. I mean, oh, I love that one. That was yeah. So good. I mean, that's a good one. That is. There's something creepy about all that corn. There's just something about okay. that. I know you grew up there, so you can no, tell no, me no. That, I I lived in South Central Illinois mm-hmm. for seven or eight years, mm-hmm. and. It's just it's literally miles of corn mm-hmm. or soybeans. Mm-hmm. And you can be on a road and drive for four hours and there'd be That's all you see. nothing yeah. but corn on both sides of you and crossroads. Because all the roads at that point... They're grids. They're grids. Yep. They just went through and gridded them off. Right. You know, so if you miss your right-hand turn, you go down a mile and you turn right and then backtrack a little bit. Right, right. But, you know, in the middle of the night... You know, this is one of the middle things... Middle of the day. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is one thing that I I know has been done, you know, because I cannot confirm or deny that I may have done this, but, yep. you know, we would, <laughs> we would get somebody mm-hmm. and we would um, blind, them, blindfold them and, and take them out and mm-hmm. go snipe hunting yep. and then just leave them out in the corn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and they'd have to walk back to town. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I've heard about that kind of stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh, not to, not to mention the 
the creepy graveyard that was oh, way wow. out in the middle of there everything that had yeah that that was a special graveyard that we'll talk about off yeah. of um, air yeah so mm-hmm. but corn is there's some, yeah and and again it, it goes to the I grew up predominantly in the city yeah um, now I had um, family that lived outside of you know that lived outside of the city yeah. you know and I mean let's and, call and it had, your city boy yeah I, I'll admit it I mean country living has always been one of those things that, that I've even as a kid I used to talk about when I got older I green might wonder yeah I know <laughs> I know yeah. as soon as I said it I heard the green acres thing but it was it, yeah. but it is one of those things that I, I've I've thought about a lot over the, the many you know, my yeah. years of like hey this actually is sounding better and better all the time and um, and um, having some family that live out of the, the country or out in the country, you know, yeah. away from the city that had like up a, around where I live. Yeah. At. That had, you know, that had it, at least at one point some, you know, uh, a field with, you know, I think it was, uh, I think they were doing soybeans if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, or, um, I think it was soybeans and it was one of those things that you would, you know, kind of go through and it was, you know, when, you know, the summer when it's, you know, it had all grown pretty high, you know, soybeans was, doesn't or, get high. Maybe it wasn't soybeans. What do they have? I don't know. Whatever so, it was. Soybeans does not maybe get it was. tall. I, maybe, I think they did soy and they did something else too. I Probably don't, canola. It's been a long time. Did man. they do canola? I don't know. I I killed a lot of brain cells between then and now. Uh, I'm sure Charlie can get in touch with me. Let me know when I'm... <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, my cousin Charlie listens to the show. Uh, and um, What's up, dude? Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for driving everything. He's he's a truck driver, so he's the one. Oh, that's we it. salute you, sir. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We so, salute you. <laughs> um, but it is a um, there is something about being out like that, uh, especially for city folk that <laughs> that yeah. were like. Oh, this is this is both peaceful and unsettling all at the same time. Well, I mean, uh, that's, you know, you're in town. You're used to there being a lot of people around. You're used to there always being noise Mm -hmm. going on. And when you get out in the country, it's 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 something it's quiet a night, but it's also noisy a a night. In the country is one of the loudest things you will ever hear. And I mean that in that the silence is loud, but also the fact that most people kind of forget that you get out far enough to where you're kind of like in the woods or, you know, like or far enough away from civilization where there's a lot of yeah. animals. Those animals are making a lot of noise well, all through the night. It's, it's it's an old joke. You know, you can be sitting in a deer stand mm-hmm. and have a deer sneak up underneath mm-hmm. you and you never see Absolutely. them until they're running away. Absolutely. But you can have a pair of squirrels come out of a tree and start wrestling with each other and it sounds like you've got an elk herd oh, coming yeah. Yeah, you know, directly at, at you. My dad tells a story about uh, many, many years ago going deer hunting. And he said he was sitting, um, he wasn't in a stand, but he was like, he was, I think he, I think he said he was like under the tree. Like he okay. Was so like, he was still hunting. He was, yeah. It was one of those things where he was down on the ground. Yeah. Like he, I think he was sitting, he said, I think he said he was sitting under a tree. Yeah. That's called still hunting. And he, hell, he heard something and he turned around and he had an apple that was in his back pocket and there was a doe that was eating the apple out of his back. He had no clue that it was even there. <laughs> <until> they- <laughs> well, 
we're actually starting to get some bear back in the area. Oh, yeah. You know, a year and a half ago, I was driving oh, home. we're getting a whole bunch of stuff back in the area. Well, a year and a half ago, I was driving home, and I had a adolescent black bear run across the road in front oh, of me. I almost hit him. I was wow. like, oh, that was a bear. Yeah. And so I called TWRA, right. which is our local wild, wild, right, wildlife, wildlife resources, resource, yeah. and reported it. And they're like, you're nuts. Mm-hmm. There, there's no bear in the area. And within three months, people all over Springfield yeah. and Greenbrier and all that was like, hey, I've seen a bear. Right. Hey, I've seen a bear. And there's enough there's enough wilderness up there oh, around yeah. that area that, you know, bobcats are all up through there. Well, bobcats and, are normal. I know. But, you know, we're starting to get some um, cougar back in the area, cougars, too. Coyotes have... Well, coyotes are have been around, but they they're starting to like really invade downtown Nashville too. Well, it, as it's well. getting so it's, uh, they, we've got an overpopulation right, problem with right. them, and there's actually a uh, no limit on killing them or oh, a yeah. season on killing yeah. them right now because they've become such a menace. Right? I, did you see the video? We were so off topic. Right? Oh yeah, I well, you saw the video a couple this, of years ago. This happens ago. every time we get towards the I end know. of the episode. I guess you saw the video. If I find it, I'll put it in the link in the notes of. Uh, uh, there was a news report, somebody that, you know, downtown Nashville, okay, which is yeah. very heavily populated now. And I mean, it's just like miles of concrete and, and buildings yeah. and, you know, whatever, um, that a coyote got inside the Nashville, um, the, uh, the Music City Center, which is our convention center, our yeah. big, you know, big multi-million dollar, you know, blah, blah. And it was in one of the bathrooms on the, um, up on the counter like in the sink, yeah. like howling, like it was scared. You know, it was like, it, it, yeah. it, made, it made its way, it, it, one of the, the automatic it doors, and it could, yeah. you know, one of the automatic doors is open, and it got in, and it walked through, and went into the bathroom, and got up, and was howling up on the thing, wanting to get back out. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, everybody's like, wow, a coyote, and like there, like that's really, well, but the thing is, they said, no, that happens quite a bit, because of all the trash. Right. And and, and I saw scavengers. one. scavengers. Right, and I saw one, not long after that, I was out driving, you know, a ride share, and I was going down the interstate, just outside of downtown, and it was one yeah. right running along the interstate. And well, you've also got to understand the amount of deer, and there's that too, dude. Because there's, there's no so, hunting inside of Davidson right, County, right? And so, and we're pushing them out of their habit, right? Their habitats, well, and and because so, because they're not being they're not being harvested, and because there's no. And what's sad is that more and more I'm seeing them on the side of the road where yeah. they've been hit. Because we've got an just, o- there's yeah. an overpopulation problem right. in Davidson County where Nashville is because there is no hunting. Right. There's no there's no wildlife management going on in the county because even TWRA can't take them. Yesterday I was driving down Gallatin Road over here, yeah. like down a, a major. For those of you who are not friends, it's a major thoroughway. You know that comes that goes like all the way into downtown, you know, like through the north side of, Na- of of Davidson County. And I I saw a young buck, yeah, walk up. Like I was going south, it walked up on the east side of this this highway. It was a four lane highway, and it was standing in a yard in a front yard. And I w- and it was looking across the street, and I was like. Oh, don't don't do it, don't do yeah. it. And it was one of those things. I kept I kept looking in my rearview mirror, like, don't do it, don't do it, don't. And I, I, it never did while I was there. Yeah. But, but it's one of those things that I have seen plenty well, of deer on the side of the, that have been hit on the side of the road. Over in my in laws' neighborhood in the west side of Nashville, mm. I can't tell you how many times I've walked out their back door and in their backyard, almost like right up on the back porch, mm-hmm. there'll be ten, twelve deer just standing oh. there. Well, you know, down here that there's this 
Neely's Bend area over here near me that like has always been pretty rural. Yeah. You know, I mean, even like inside well, undeveloped, undeveloped. Well, there, there's Let's, a lot, there's a lot of farmland and stuff back down there, you know, and then yeah. in the last decade, they've started building a lot of houses and stuff and pushing there, them out and pushing them out, which means that they're pushing them from an area that's un, undeveloped into a much more developed area Yeah, where I live like half a mile from a major thoroughway, you know, type yeah. where it's like really busy and that kind of stuff. A few years ago, I came home and there were three, three deer in my backyard. I have never, I've lived in this, this neighborhood in this house my entire life. I've never seen deer in this neighborhood. Yeah ever go go ahead and keep pushing those up north but they keep, yeah but they keep but it's one of those things that like every once in a while i'll see one kind of walking through the neighborhood you know here yeah. i just saw one just um, not just a couple months ago uh it, it was like real early in the morning my dogs weren't outside i went and opened the door yeah. and let them out and they of course they immediately start rawr, 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 you know what are you doing sure enough there's a young deer walking down yeah. the, like walked like i've got a fenced in front yard you know it walked down the street and then walked over into my neighbor's yard and went across up and and over to the next street and i'm kind of i was like yeah. wow don't see it never saw that until just a few years ago and it, yeah well, i've seen as many they, as, they can, as five or six of them in my backyard y'all so. go ahead and push those up north <laughs> push those up towards my house yeah because one of these days i'm gonna fill my freezer there, yeah. well, the, other, the other day i was taking my son to school and there was a, a young buck that yeah. was walking through the through the front yard, yeah. the front you know of, of that. We're talking of the about the original organic meat. Oh, I know, I know, so good. Uh, venison yeah. is so good, man. Um, venison chili. Have you ever had venison chili? Oh my god! Who are you talking to? <laughs> Who are you talking know, to? My dad used to. My my dad was a big hunter. And you know, back when he could get around. I'm though, not. Right? I've I've never been hunting before. You know. I like, yeah. I, you know. I talk plenty about. It. I've never shot a gun. I've never. You know. It's one of those things that I've always like. But and being the animal lover that I am. You know, it's like, again, a lot of family who are hunters, yeah. you know, but the thing is, is they're not trophy hunters. They, they legit, no, we, they'll go out and like, they bring the meat back. They pro they have to have, you know, they yeah. do whatever it is. They cook it, they deep freeze it, they process, it, they do all that kind of stuff. And like, they eat on it for months, you know, to, it, it, it yeah. really is. It's one of those things that I don't, God, I don't know that any, I don't know. There's probably a couple of them that, that have like the actual trophy, you know, whatever, but that's what yeah. that wasn't the, you know. Um, most hunters, when they're going out to hunt, mm -hmm. it, they're going out for the meat. Right. And if they happen to come across, you know, a really... Right, right. First off, if they come across a really nice buck mm -hmm. that's got a nice set of Rack antlers on it and all that, depending on how old it is, mm -hmm. more than likely they're not going to shoot it. They're going to let it go on by right. because they want that buck to get with as many dough as possible exactly, exactly. to replenish, uh, and, to yeah. replenish well, and build a better deer. It's funny because like where I, where I'm living because most of the hunters I know are actually huge contra conservationists right, on right. top of but, it. But it's also one of those things of like, I've talked to people who live in rural areas, like really rural areas, you know, and you're like, yeah. Oh, the deer and everything. And they kind of view them as they're like rodents. 
It's like, you know, you're going to say they're going to come through. They're going to like tear up your yard. They're going to, well, they're going to eat your crops. They're going to, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, they, they understand like that. No, they're beautiful creatures, but we have to keep the population well, down or you, else. They'll, you have you know, to do, you have to do animal management. Right. If you let them overpopulate, like they have in a lot of places because they've outlawed mm-hmm. hunting, you get things like chronic wasting disease. Yes. yes. Um, you, you also you, just get starvation. Yeah. If nothing else, because there's just straight not up, enough food. There's not enough yeah. food to sustain them. Uh, what is it? That, what is that? And there's less and less of it because every, you know, as more and more rural areas get developed, there's less and less food and, for them. And for, for the other the other city folk out there that's listening, if you ever go out into, if you ever move to the country and you're like, you're just so like, oh, look at all these deer. They're so magnificent. If you ever want them to go away, it'll happen. The day the hunting season starts, you'll not see any more. <laughs> They're everywhere. Any hunter will tell you that. Yeah, deer are everywhere until the the first day of hunting season. Then you can't find them anywhere. <laughs> they just disappear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really so, frustrating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, not being a hunter and not you know, but it's still one of those things. That, you know, it comes back to it. That is the whole. I don't know how to field dress a deer. I don't know how to, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's and most people don't because you don't. They don't have to. No, you know that's most a, people don't know where their food comes from. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the majority of Americans, well, the majority of the world, don't know where their no. food comes from. Mm-mm. It's all already pre butchered. Yeah, it comes from the grocery store, and the, it comes yeah. with a sticker on it. Right, it comes from the grocery store. That's no, where it comes from. It's like no, no, no. Folks no. who hunt are very heavily involved right. in their and their you know food. and that's also one of the things you know that you all you will every once in a while you know get a conversation and something will be said about you know the, the native americans you know and there's always that one person well you know they used every part of the buffalo fine what does that have to do with the conversation we're having you know but the thing is is they used every part of the buffalo i mean yeah. it was you know and a lot of hunters will use as much right. of that animal as possible absolutely absolutely um in fact a lot of the processors here's one thing that most people don't know is that there is a huge organization of hunters that they'll deer hunt mm-hmm. and they'll fill their freezer and anything that won't go in their freezer, they actually donate to meat home, yeah. to homeless shelters. Yep, yep. They're actually helping yep. feed the homeless. Yep. In fact, there's a certain processor. Well, there's a certain processor here in Nashville that if you take your deer to them to be processed, a certain percentage of your deer is going to be automatically donated right. to. Um, that is one of the things you know in uh, like uh, in Texas where they have such a problem with like the wild boars and stuff. Yeah. You know, and the, and they have these. And some of them have come under fire of like, oh, you know, because they, they literally have these like helicopter well, hunts where they well, go hold out. Hold on. Let, let's clear something up. These are not wild boar. No. These are invasive. Dom- these are domestic pigs. Right. That have either escaped from a farm somewhere mm-hmm. or people have purposely let go out right. into the wild. These are not actual boars. Right. These, and they go out and they, they, they will multiply like you wouldn't believe. And you know, you're talking sudden, about litters. Um, I forget how many weeks apart. Right. Um, you know, they can have litters, I think it's like eight times a year. Something like and that. And they're in the numbers of like 15 to 20 right. to 25 a litter. So then you, and now you've got multiple pigs that are, and, that and are, that become mature after a little while that can do the same thing. And then all of a sudden you're, you and know. And they will cut a, sl- uh, a, a swath across a piece of farmland. Mm-hmm. That looks like everything. that looks like a tornado went across right. there. We're talking about millions in in food process, right? And crops well, that are just destroyed. What I was getting to with that, it's not just you know, like I said, some of these these helicopter 
hunts have come under fire. Oh, yeah. you know, it's just people going out wanting to slaughter pigs. It's like, no, no, no. They go down after after they they you know they they have this hunt. They take all the those those pigs to the processing plant and then they donate all the, or well, they, they take some it of also it, some depends of, they have to go through and they have to test each one of those animals yeah, there's and go also through for the, because for for, there's there's quite a bit of that meat that's no good to right. eat you can't the stuff do that it. is good though they wind yeah. up donating to homeless shelters and you know and, and different stuff like that so it's one of those things again you know again you go back to the whole we as americans and, and let's let's call it like it is those are not hunts those They're are kills. I mean, they, they well, no, it's not even a kill. It this we're talking about rodent eradication right, right. because these things are the biggest rats. Well, you know, that's that one of the problems. You know, like, what was it in Northern California? They're having like real problems with this kind with this kind of thing because yeah. of all of the 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 quote unquote preservation laws that are on the yeah. books. You know, it's kind of like with their wildfires and stuff. It's like, yeah, if you don't clear out the dead wood because you're, you're you're like, no, we have to leave all that stuff there. Well, that's kindling for your mat for your your forest you know, fires. If, you know, it's if, a if you don't if you don't do it's your all about conservation is what it comes down. If to. If you don't do your land management right. and your conservation, nature is going to take care of it for right. you. How nature takes care of undergrowth mm-hmm. and over burns it off yeah. it it literally will start a fire right or you'll have a lightning hit that right. will start a fire and it'll burn all that out mm-hmm. so that it can and have everything else so it can have new growth right. and replenish that area well you know it's like pink floyd said in 94 you know she will take it back one day you know that's uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know and really and truly that's whatever your your belief system is you know the, the the concept of mother nature yeah you know well mother nature is undefeated okay that is yeah <laughs> whether whether we want to admit it or not you know that that is you know um we if, if, we, we do she, our own stuff to, to screw things up but if mother she nature decides is undefeated, that she's so. going to fix something <laughs> yeah she fixes it. she fixes it <laughs> and it's not pretty you know nope so anyways on that note <laughs> since we've veered so far, far off. as we normally do <laughs> yeah uh we want to say also this is going to post uh just a few days before thanksgiving yep and we hope that everyone has a wonderful holiday with your family absolutely um, be if, safe if you're traveling if you're not you know at least say hi on zoom or whatever it is that you're you know that you're doing uh, yep um i am a huge and it's one of those things especially as i've gotten older I am a huge proponent proponent of family at the holidays. Yeah, um, I really I could care less about the gifts and all that kind of stuff. It's eh, real, you're talking about that other holiday. Well, that there's I don't that want to mention too, but, because but, it might snow but, early. But it's also one of those things where it's obviously you know like having a kid now. Of course, of course, I enjoy seeing him open his presents oh, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, but as I've gotten older, and I'm sure you feel the same way that the holidays in general have just become one of those like, no, I just, I enjoy the family more than I did when I was young. You know, it's like used to, it was kind of one of those, Oh yeah, it's fun to go see your cousins or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then after a couple hours, you're like, all right, seriously, can I get out of here? You know, now I'm like, nah, dude, I'll I'll stay all day. I don't care. (laughs) No, wait a minute. Why would we go out to eat and spend money when there's three more meals? Right. Right. And Oh, I'm so, I don't, I, we're, we're still, and there's football on. Yeah, there's that too. 
Um, of course, I'm a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving Day. Last no, we year, can't all be perfect. Last year was not a fun game to watch. So. <laughs> the, you know, the best part about last year's game against the, against the Redskins is that I had Antonio Gibson on my on my team, and he, oh. he scored like three touchdowns yeah. and went for like 150 yards. I'm like, yep, I won that week. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't really been paying attention. You guys are doing okay this year, right? Who? Titans? Cow- Cowboys? Uh, yes. Cowboys are doing well. Uh, seven and three, I think. Oh, that's better than I would have thought. Somewhere, I guess seven my, and three, my team, something like that. My yeah. team still sucks. So yeah, they're not poor, poor Chicago they good, Bears. But they have, they have. We may have a base to build off. Trey of. Fields is, I think, is going to be a, a good quarterback long term. He's, yeah. he's a rookie, and he's having all the rookie the, the problems that rookies have. You know, plus the fact they they've been in a re, you guys have been in a rebuild for a while. Well, since so, eighty five, <laughs> basically, like yeah. Um, but it could be worse. It could be the Jets or you know the Lions. Or, Jaguars, <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> uh, see now, I'm, now I'm depressed. Now I need some sausage. I need to go. I need to go find me some Italian uh, but yeah, sausage. Yeah, we were saying is uh, we hope yeah. you guys have a, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We will be guys. back with some more stuff. I'm still trying to put together my epic um, episode that. Uh, it, when we get there, you'll, you'll understand because it, it's really it's become it's become one of those things. It's like oh, it started off as this one thing, and then it's like oh wait, no, there's more. Oh no, there's more to get. In. Oh, there's even more to get into. You went here. down the so rabbit hole. I did, and it's when when we get to the topic, it's one of those things. It's both fa- it's both fascinating and and sad at the same well, time. Well, I cannot know? wait to learn and be used as your whipping boy for <laughs> yet another like that, episode so. that you won't tell me what it is. Yeah. So anyways, guys, thank you. So, oh, uh, go and check out our uh, social media. Social of media. Course, you know, there's uh, Instagram and Discord and Facebook. We've and, had a couple new folks yeah, join. So uh, Discord, we, we have. Come had, over and join the party. It's it's fun. Uh, we're, you know, we're building a community yep. there. Uh, it's, we, and that's the thing. We want this to be a community. Absolutely. We don't we don't just want to be talking at and you. We want you guys things, to talk back to us you, you guys that are listening you know uh, especially the ones that we don't know on a personal basis you know it's yeah. like i miss so hey it's nice you know i'm so happy to have you you know found us randomly on youtube and then you know yes. wound up in a couple other communities on discord thank and you other stuff you know and uh, uh we're always we're always happy to hear from you uh, as well as everybody else but you know like people like her that like that's the how we know her is yeah. because of discord, discord more than anything it's how we get to talk to yeah her. and so it's uh it's one of those things that that's awesome that we're building this yeah this community and then we when we and commu- hear and when we hear from only you, works when you talk exactly, back to us come you know, on talk and, back to us and that's the best way to do it is go get on discord yeah i mean there's like anyway if you, if you go if you go to instagram and you send a message I will I will respond to you. Okay, I mean that's no no ifs ands buts about yeah. it. I mean I, I kind of ca- I can carry the, the Instagram. Dave he, carries the Facebook, you which know, I've been stuff. slacking off again because work's it kicking is my it tail. Is. It is what it is, but it's one of those things, especially on Discord in real time. We're both there. You 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 can more than likely if you if you post something on Discord, you'll hear from one of us, if not both of us, within a few minutes. More than likely, or at more least, than likely, or you know? at least within the day. Yeah, sometimes things get but. Nine times out of ten, one or yeah. one or both of us will be like, "Oh, hey, blah blah blah," you know, and, and yeah. so, and and again, we've got some great people over there. Barry is in there that was on our last episode, yeah. you know, uh, as, as well as several other people, and we and we've we've also you know gotten some some of the the people over from the the, the grown up the Gen X grown up yeah Discord, and, and you know John from the show is in there, and and you know it's one of those things we have a good time, and uh, but hey, if you guys want a really good time, go join. 
grown up gen or Gen X grown ups <laughs> Discord. Yeah, if, if you're not listening to their podcast, <laughs> yeah, go listen why to, to go listen them, to why aren't you? Yeah, go listen to them, but also join their Discord because let me tell you about a community. <laughs> they've got a they've got a great community over there, and, and we love them. So yeah, <laughs> and sometimes we just go over there to poke the bear. Yeah, and sometimes you, you know you go. Sorry, George. And, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Now we 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 do we love all those guys. So, anyways, again, everybody, thanks uh, ha- thanks for joining us. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. That's Alan Smith, and that is Big Dave, and we'll see you later. See you. <laughs>